We head on the scene now to Ms. Caroline Khan, editor of China Dialogue, featuring reports on environmental issues in China and the rest of the world, based in Beijing, also a former journalist of the New York Times. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Hi. Hello. And I'm sure there are a few topics of discussion that could unite us, but one of them, sadly, is toxic air pollution. Uh, We saw President Moon Jae-in propose last week a plan to seek cooperation from Beijing to produce artificial rain. We've also seen, though, I must say, China upsetting netizens here with reports that uh, they're they're planning to uh, build hundreds of new coal power plants on the eastern side, where perhaps it will blow towards Korea. Seen by some as a bit of a red herring, um, the, the China pollution issue is never far away from discussion here. Um, but Ms. Khan, what's your life like on the air pollution front? Are you checking air quality apps just like us on a daily basis? Yeah, yeah. If you ever lived in Beijing or travel to Beijing, you would see that almost every day, every day, everybody before uh, going out the door, the first thing you do is to check the air the air quality index. So it has become uh, like a daily habit. Like you, you, you have to do that. Otherwise, you, you wouldn't know what you will, you will, you will, you will meet what it will be like for like walking outside. Yeah. And, and does almost everyone have a a store of masks at home that they are ready to wear, or, or a permanent uh, non-disposable mask that they have uh, to hand? Then, if, if, in other words, if if the pollution's high, is that what they do? Just put a mask on? Yeah, yeah, uh, but it, it's like a, it's not like every every. Of course, it's not like every family has has that. But if you are really caring about your own health, you are, you care about. Uh, air uh, quality, and you have to you have to do that. Like friends around me, almost like buy the mask every every now and then, and trying to find the, the best quality mask. What about air purifiers at home? Is is that something that yourself and people around you feel is essential? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the air purifiers are also essential. But the problems now is, I think, uh, sometimes, because those things are really exp- are relatively expensive, mm-hmm. so maybe only people living in the city could afford it. But in, like, most of people in, in China, they, they probably either wouldn't afford it or they haven't realized, like, oh, this could really help your, help your, to, to improve your life quality. So, yeah, if you go around in China's countryside, you probably wouldn't see air purifier in their, in their house. It sounds like a pretty similar situation to what we have here in terms of some people who care, are aware and do these things. Mm-hmm. Others um, yeah, live yeah. in blissful ignorance and others uh, sadly are aware but can't afford to do much about it. Even masks cost adds up. What about the Chinese government? Uh, do you get alerts sent to you like we do here with text messages? Yeah, um, it's like uh, every day uh, in the morning you receive a message, but it's not only about air quality. It also it's about the temperature, uh, like even sometimes uh, it includes some like suggestions on how to improve your your your, your health condition and how like, what you should do at this uh, 
period of time in the year, maybe in the spring, you should like take off your your your, your heavy decade, like this kind of messages. But yeah, it does include uh, the air uh, quality index information. Now onto the conversation of not just what is the situation, but why is the situation the way it is? Uh, where do people point the finger of blame in Beijing? Um, well, in Beijing, if you talk to people, even people in the street or taxi driver, they probably will get really angry and say, hey, yeah, this air pollution is not from Beijing, it's from uh, provinces near Beijing, or cities, small towns near Beijing, and they are, there are so many uh, uh, power plants, and there are so many factories, and the people there don't care about uh, like obeying the rules. But it's, right now the conversation is also, the debating is also about like how to bring the uh, fairness, because Yes, it is true, but the fact is, like, Beijing kind of get all the uh, so-called fine, like, nice industry, like, service industry, tourism industry, that, of course, you don't need to have those factories. But people living outside of Beijing, they have to, have, uh, they have to be employed uh, in those industries. So if you, like, oh, to, per, to, to save Beijing's air quality, to shut down all those factories, of course, the people near Beijing, out of Beijing, they will suffer. And they are the um, less fortunate people, right? They don't have so much to rely rely on in terms of their, um, like, to improve their uh, their life or to uh, find, they don't have uh, so many opportunities to work in other industries. How is the government then fighting air pollution it's not easy to always answer the simple question of why are we seeing pollution it can have many causes uh, and it can be of course the contribution of millions or even billions of people in a whole region w- what uh, does the government do to battle it uh, in 2013 china uh implemented uh, a plan called Air Pollution Action Plan, and that lasted until uh, the end of 2017. Um, but it only focused, it targets certain areas in China, like the Jinjinji area, that is an, a larger area near Beijing, and also the Yangtze River area. Um, I, I, the government set certain targets to uh, uh, in terms of the air uh, quality, the how to uh, control the uh, to improve the air quality, set certain targets. <clears throat> but that plan basically uh, like uh, ended at the end of 2017. So uh, from 2018 to 2020, there is a now there's a new uh, plan for the year from 2018 to 2020. And it's called three years action plan for winning the blue sky war. And you could see from the title that, like, the government is determined to uh, to to win this. Uh, they call it the war. And the difference is this time, uh, the the target is set to almost every big cities in China, like over three hundred cities in China. And basically, well, the local if you give the target, the mission to the local government, the government will make. Uh, plans 
uh, on the the city level to like either shut down the factories or trying to uh, to promote the clean uh, clean energy sector or uh, like they do something uh, to the like heating. You know, in the northern part of China, every winter the pollution gets especially serious because of the heating, and maybe like by uh, also introducing the clean uh, energy to every household, well, is believed to be helpful. Yeah. What about this idea of creating rain artificially through cloud seeding, something that we've heard President Moon Jae-in is interested in talking to China about progressing and, and working on together. Is, is that seen as a realistic solution? You know, the, uh, the Tianhe project means uh, Heaven River project. It has been uh, talked about for many years, but uh, finally it got approved. And it's a, it's a very ambitious plan. Um, in China, it, co- it has caused so much uh, debating and discussion and criticism. Like people say, many people say, well, this, is, this project is basically rushed before it's uh, proved to be uh, to be uh, manageable, and it is well. This problem actually is shared in many of China's projects. Like always, there's a huge project, and it's implemented before like people scientists uh, like find this agreement to prove that it is uh, really practical or, or useful, efficient. So right now, this this is a huge debating about oh, if this tanker project is really useful or not. Yeah. Yeah. Again. So how um, could it be? Be yeah. Well, I was going to say, I think a lot of what your words will ring true here as well in terms of the attitude towards these things. We, we're hopeful, but not necessarily expecting a, a, a fundamental solution anytime soon. But but also, is there a real concern in China about? What happens at borders? For example, if there was the opportunity to build hundreds of power plants, uh, coal power plants, near Korea and, and see that pollution blow over in Korea's direction, would, would that be something that would concern uh-huh. the government in Beijing? Are they bothered about international yeah. criticism on pollution? Actually, not. not I, I don't see uh, so, so much... Uh, Concern about that, especially people here in China. Well, it is something that maybe people in Korea have been talked about a lot about, but you don't really see uh, media coverage about that. Partly because of the uh, media control in China, and yeah, some people think oh, oh maybe well, this is exaggerated. Yeah, but I think in the coming years there should be more like transparent and. This kind of like cooperation, and not only about China, but also about countries near China, because this is not well in terms when people are talking about like being healthy. Like not only Chinese also care about that, and you cannot like being like selfish and just uh, to push the problem out of China, right? I just wonder what your thoughts are, though, on how South Korea might proceed. And it's a huge question and very difficult to answer. I appreciate that, but. It's, I think it's natural that China wouldn't be as concerned as South Korea, because when, you, when you're downstream, you're obviously going to be more worried about pollution. But uh, 
we would perhaps be worried about uh, upsetting China and affecting our economic relationship by kicking up too much of a fuss. Do you think it's possible for South Korea to address these environmental issues with China to get anywhere together without risking upsetting Beijing? I think environmental issues are are something that Chinese government are more tolerant about. If it's if it's an issue about human rights or like a, a democracy movement, of course that will upset China so much more. But I think environmental issues, China, there normally there is more space like to uh, for this kind of international cooperation with China, and China also is trying to um, at least. Well, to show the outside world that China is determined to uh, be a responsible leader uh, in the coming years, when you know Trump, uh, Trump's government are saying like uh, creating the uh, the the uh, saying the, the 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 climate change blah blah, uh, and not 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 true. But China, on the other side, is trying to like show the international world that China want to like commit be committed to. Uh, to uh to to build a a a, a build a better world. Understand, Caroline Can, editor of China Dialogue. Yeah. We do have to leave it there. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Bye. It would be nice to have clarity on a whole range of subjects today. We would like clarity on pollution. We'd like clarity on our home legal crisis. Maybe even on Brexit as well. Let's see what tomorrow brings. From seven o five, we'll hand over to Inside Korea next. <laughs>